Welcome to The Sipping Point, where each week we explore the recipe for a delicious life. I'm your host, Lori Forster, the wine coach, and I've made it my mission in life to demystify wine one glass at a time. So expect a fresh and fun approach to the world of wine, spirits, food, and so much more. Do you think only the best wines come from the West Coast? Well, think again. This week, Carl Brandhorst joins us from the Atlantic Seaboard Wine Association with some of the 2014 winning wines from all over the East Coast. We've got wines from Georgia, Maryland, New York, and even my home state of New Jersey. We're going to find out all about this year's competition. And then later, Brian Confair from Hotel Hershey tells us all about the Food and Wine Festival, where if you like to indulge in food and wine, you can do all of that with me all weekend. All right, we're going to do our sips of the week, which are the wines. I recommend that you seek out and sip yourself. And to help me with that this week, we have Carl Brandhorse. As I said, he's from the Atlantic Seaboard Wine Association, and they have a competition every year where they get celebrity judges to come in from the world of wine and food and judge hundreds of the competition. He is the president um, of that and also helps promote the wine industry through his work with the American Wine Society his bio is so long, Chris, I can't even <laughs> I can't even go through it all because he has so much experience. Carl, welcome. Well, thank you, Laurie. It's very good to be here and uh, talk about East Coast wines. I know. Well, of course, I grew up on the East Coast and I'm in the wine business, but it seems that people think the only wine professionals and the only great wine made is all out on the West Coast. Well, Do you that's encounter a, this opinion a lot? Absolutely. And that's why after the competition every year, I have a West Coast representative out in Healdsburg. We take our winning wines out there in the month of January, and we do several radio shows out there, and we do several lunches, and we do several presentations at the Sonoma County Wine Library to alert these people that there are great wines on the East Coast. Oh, I love that. And after the earthquake, I think they're going to need a little wine out there just to get through the whole experience. Some people, some bottles have been lost, you know? That's on the Napa side. Right. I kind of go over to the Sonoma side. Okay. All right. All right. They're still good. I'm I'm headed out there in a few myself, so I'm excited to pick up some uh, knowledge here. And, you know, you find this even when you go overseas. I don't know. You've traveled a bit. I saw from your Mm -hmm. bio all over the world studying wine. And when you go into the wineries like in Italy and even in France, They'll have these shelves full of other people's wine. They trade their wine with other wineries within the country, but even um, California wineries or Oregon wineries were trading with wineries in Barolo, and I thought it was so interesting. People are interested in the other tastes, the you know, other parts of the world. and uh, To be a great winemaker, I think you have to know. Uh, well, certainly. Yeah. Because uh, you could have, I could give you five different profiles across the world for Sauvignon Blanc. It's not mm-hmm. all Sancerre. And it's not all New Zealand. There are some other good taste profiles, similar, but, you know, still different. And those of us who like wine and like the various taste differences for to go with food, you know, we get yeah. into this kind of thing. Well, I just want to give out, if folks want to check out what you do in the organization, it's aswawines.org. That's you our website. You can see all the winners of your competition from this year and past years. Correct. This We did our 10th year this year. You'll find all the judges and you'll find all the winning wines on our website. Yes. I wasn't able to join you, but hopefully 2015, uh, I'll well, be there with you. Next next year, we're <laughs> going to be the 24th and 25th of uh, of July. I'll we're always in the calendars. July time frame. So I, like, I love to talk about it, but I love better to taste 
the winners. Oh. So tell me what we have as our sips of the week. We're going to taste a couple uh, whites here, take a break, and taste a couple more. So what do we have first in the first we have is from Thirsty Owl. It's a Traminette, which is a hybrid. Uh, one of its parents is Gewürztraminer. Uh, and we you find this on the East Coast. Uh, Thirsty Owl is up in the Finger Lakes region. They're in Ovid, New York, which is uh, in the, between Lake Seneca and Lake Cayuga, I think. Mm. And uh, Yes, I mean, Gewürztraminer for folks who haven't tried it, very exotically fruited, intense, perfumed, floral, and this really you can tell on the nose. You're you know you're getting a a treminer like you're getting that gewurz in the background, mm-hmm. that kind of lychee nut and the rose petal kind of thing. Yes, but the balance here is so nice. It is so nice and so light and so subtle. And yeah. so it, it's got the sweetness, but because the acidity is balancing, a lot of people assume you know a sweet wine it's going to be sticky sweet. And uh-huh. that's what you're saying here. This can be really food friendly because oh, yes. of that acidity balance. It's right? the acidity here. What you're getting is the the fruit, not the sweetness in this, but you're getting the fruit because I think the uh, RS or residual sugar is probably about one one percent mm. on this. Meaning, you, normally it, sugar would be fermented over to alcohol. In this mm-hmm. case, they stop that fermentation and leave some of that sugar, but because of the acidity. You still get that nice, clean finish. Mm-hmm. And this with some spicy Thai food. Some or spicy Thai food. That would be delicious. Mm-hmm. I know Chris uh, and I are going to, in a few weeks, do a uh, fast food tasting with okay. wine because he <laughs> loves Taco Bell. So you could even do this with some kind of a spicy Taco Bell thing. Mm, yeah, what I prefer red, I think, with Taco Bell. Carl's not on board with our fast food. But <laughs> it's okay, it's okay. I think there's something fun about putting great wine with really down home food but uh but this is delicious thirsty owl obviously has this beautiful label as well this is a 2013 uh traminette and right next to that what do we have in the glass okay the next wine is this is your new jersey wine since you're from the state of new jersey Jersey. (laughs) this is uh cape may okay and uh we found over the years we've done this is our 10th year for the competition but we found over the years there's an awful lot of nice wines coming out of New Jersey. Cape May, down in that area. Then there's uh, Natale Vineyards, also in that area. You go a little further north, you've got Alba Vineyards. Then Mm. there's Heritage. And then there is Hopewell Valley. I mean, these people make some very interesting wines. Nice. And we've had the opportunity to have them in the competition at least five or six times over the 10 years. So it's a real pleasure to see them, how how they've progressed over the years and how they've really come out with some very nice wines. And this one, this is a, uh, they call it the Cape May White, but this is another, uh, this is a hybrid, Vidal Blanc. Okay. And and real quick, just because, you know, when we're in the wine world, you get immersed in all these terms and words and hybrid Mm -hmm. is one of them that I'm not sure all the wine drinkers out there know what it means. So just kind of give us a quick. Well, if you have a, uh, with your Merlot and your Cabernet Sauvignon, those are vinifera. Those are the straight grapes. Right, the European the, grapes. The Euro- European grapes. Hybrids are developed. Uh, Vidal Blanc is one. Traminette was another here. Uh, to uh, it's various crossings. You'll get crossings between uh, uh, either the vinifera and, of course, what we have here in the United States. We have you know. Uh, Vitis riparia, we have uh, rotundifolia and so forth. When you start mixing these together, you're starting to get to the hybrids. Yep. And uh, So this- think of a mad scientist 
in the lab and they're taking these European grape varietals known to make the legendary wines of the world, Mm -hmm. but then mixing them with some of our native grapes in this country because they're more suited for the land and they they don't get as many, you know, maybe fungus or mold or other things that can harm the grapes. So it makes them more hardy to our environment, but still taking the best parts of Europe varietal, right? So yeah, Vidal Blanc was one developed way back when, if you remember, after Phylloxera. Right. And so there's been several, uh, uh, let's see, it takes it takes about 20, 25 years if you're developing a grape variety. So that was done back wow. in the early 1900s. And, uh, That's patience. That is patience. <laughs> uh, well, we have, uh, if you take a look in our competition, we don't have any here today, but say up in, uh, in Vermont, they do what is called, they have a grape variety, it's a hybrid, uh, called Frontenac, and they have another one called Marquette, and they're very light. And they were developed in the University of Minnesota and the University of Wisconsin by Elmer Svensson to take uh, down below zero Fahrenheit. Wow. Because if you get down about 10 degrees for vinifera, you're going to kill the plant. You can go with Marquette and uh, Frontenac down way below that, and it's not going to kill the plant. So these were developed for wow. these kind of things. Yep. So there's well, a very interesting taste, too. We're going to take a quick break and keep tasting the Cape May White. We're going to be back with Carl Brandhorst from the Atlantic Seaboard Wine Association, and we're going to taste two more winners of the competition right after the break. This is Lori Forster, the wine coach with The Sipping Point, and we're back with Carl Brandhorst from the Atlantic Seaboard Wine Association. We've got two new wines in our glass, Carl, and we're talking about the winners of your competition you hold every year. I think you said over 500 wines were submitted? We had 577 wines this year from 112 wineries from 10 states. Nice. On the East Coast. On the East Coast. We're right. talking East Coast. We're talking I love East, that. We're talking from Maine down to Florida. Okay. And in our glass now, I see something pink. And tell me, is it okay to drink this? Because people are afraid to drink pink. <laughs> this is a. Uh, <laughs> this is from Chateau Elan down in Georgia. A lot of people don't think of Georgia when you talk about wine, but it's northwest of Atlanta. Uh, there's several great wineries down there. I just picked one right here. They've got... Uh, Frogtown and Wolf Mountain, wow. so forth down there. Wolf Mountain makes an excellent sparkling wine. They're in the lower, they're in the uh, lower edge of the uh, Appalachians, so they have some heights there. So okay. they get some co- coolness, and so it's just not all, uh, you know, and this sweet wine or anything. But this the is the Muscadine grape, right? This is the Muscadine grape, which is a Native uh, American grape uh, from uh, Vitis rotundifolia, big berries kind of thing. And uh, this is from uh, Chateau Elan. This is uh, what they call their Muscadry. Dry. Okay. It's really good um, You get that aroma, fruit. berry fruit, but it's, yeah. not that, it's a little bit on the grapey side, but not overly grapey like a lot of people think yes. Muscadine is going to be. No. And this is very nice dry. Yeah. And you could do, there's good South Carolina food that you could have with this. Oh, yeah, yeah. Maybe some like barbecue even oh, would even, be kind of fun of the, with even this. Even some with of the little, grits would yep. work on this kind ah, of thing. Shrimp grits would be mm-hmm. great with this. Grilled shrimp and grits. Mm-hmm. I can already taste it. All right, Georgia. We've been to New York, New Jersey, Georgia. And of course, we couldn't have a show here promoting the wines of the East Coast broadcasting from Baltimore, Maryland, without something Maryland in the mix here. So who do we have that won we your ha- competition this, this is year? Knob Hall. This is their nice. Chambersan, the Reserve Chambersan 2012. And uh, love it. This is a silver medal winner. Uh, last year, the best of show winner was the Maryland Wine, Bordy Vineyards. I'm oh. sure you're familiar with them, uh, with the DeFore family over there. Of but course. But this, this again is a hybrid. Uh, 
Chambersan developed at the same time, probably around uh, where Vidal Blanc was developed, same time frame. Oh, that's nice. You got nice soft fruit, a lot of fruit there. Yeah, really good on the good balance, and it just finish. lingers in the mouth there. It does, and you get some of that oak. You get a little aging bit, a as little well bit, on the finish. Bit. Yeah, really beautiful. But it's the balance on these things. This is why this thing re- just and me just. Really that's my question. Out. So you have these amazing judges, and I'm sure our listeners are wondering, well. You know, what makes this a gold or this a silver or a bronze? Give us just, I guess, you know, in a kindergarten version, you know, in a layman's version, what are the judges looking for okay. in rating these wines? Remember, a wine is 80% olfactory. Mm-hmm. So the bouquet is Smelling. very important. So you'd like to have something that is clean. It's got some complexity in there and you've got kind of the fruit. Then when you taste it, you want to have that balance in there between the acidity and the uh, and the sugars, and then you want something to linger, something that's going to remind you of this wine for a while. Mm. If you look, if you hit those kind of three factors there, that's good. So olfactory, you're smelling. Smelling is eighty percent. So the swirling and sticking your nose in, very important. The aromas, the pleasant that they're varietally makes sense for this wine. Mm-hmm. And you like complexity, right? You want them all integrated. And then that when you take the sip, you want the balance of the body and the acid and the sugar and the right. tannin. And you want reds. something to linger. And then that's the finish. That's the you finish. Know, that, and like this, the Chamberson, I'm still tasting. I'm still tasting it too. That yes. fruit is very it's nicely really integrated. really a delicious wine. wine. That's perfect. And this will give people on the East Coast, you know, some second thoughts about what we do out here when we take a wine. <laughs> is that your mission? To really kind of let the world know that right. we've got great wineries here on the East Coast. They've got a lot of wineries out on the West Coast, a lot of big wineries. Most of the wineries are small on the East Coast here, but we do have uh, some great wines here. And if you saw Janice Robinson's latest book uh, called uh, Eastern America, all of a sudden some states, you know, instead of getting a paragraph. Right. Getting, we've had her on the show. That's right. And you're getting some pages. Right. Virginia's getting some pages. Uh, Vermont's getting some paragraphs. I love and, it. And, uh, you know, Georgia, uh, uh, Frogtown, for example, just got nice mention. And there. if you're trying to support local farmers markets and agritourism mm-hmm. and all of this, wineries fall into that, too. Absolutely. So it's just, you know, well, don't. That's why we have Dave McIntyre as a as a judge, because if he's drink local, he really does promote that, that, he does. that feeling that we are trying to promote, too. Great. So if folks want to find out more about the competition and you and what you guys are doing to promote East Coast Wines, where should they go? They should just go to our website, aswawines.org, and you can see all the winning things and you can see some of the activities that we do on the East Coast and on the West Coast. And it's kind of like a little list of where to go, whose wineries to visit. That's correct. All right. We're a small nonprofit organization. We're all volunteers, but we all have a deep love in wine and we'd like to share it with everybody. Well, great. Thank you so much for what you do, Carl. And thanks for coming on The Sipping Point. Well, thank you for having me. I hope we can have you back. Well, just give me a call. All right. Cheers.